Hello and welcome everybody to the Verdant Growth Daily where we give you the news, tips, and tools you need to live echo. My goal is to help put you in the right mindset to live more in line with your own values and to change your life to make it more fulfilling, sustainable, in, and balanced with nature. Usually in 10 unedited minutes a day, but today we have something special. We have a special guest on the show, and that is my sister, Hana. Hana, how are you? Hey, I'm good. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. Pretty good today. Pretty good. Yeah, the weather's warming up, so I'm not always cold when I'm filming this, because for the last <laughs> couple of months, it was super, super cold. Anytime I had to film the daily, I would just be in this back room, and I <clears throat> cheap and trying to be environmentally friendly so I wouldn't turn on the heater and I would just be in this back room like cold while everyone's in the heated living room <laughs> so nice. I'm yeah better now <laughs> how's the weather there good um it's like 50s oh, okay I don't know if you guys go Fahrenheit or Celsius in Japan yeah but, but in Fahrenheit 50s so Fahrenheit. kind of on the coldish side yeah did you guys get nice. any snow I like it no. No, nothing like that. No. I mean, maybe in the mountains, like probably up in Tahoe, Yeah, but I actually don't know. Anyway. We've been quarantining, so I don't know. We yeah. haven't left the house really. Yeah, everyone's trying to stay inside as much as possible these days. And yeah. so, yeah, so today I have you on because we're going to be talking about veganism today because you are vegan Yay. and I think you've been yes. vegan for a while so we'll get into some yep. questions for you about that pretty soon let's let's just start with that one cool. how long have you been I, I guess vegetarian or vegan how long ago did you start this whole process about three and a half years ago uh -huh. I think that was 2017 around August mm -hmm is when I sort of transitioned over to being like fully vegan, no more animal products whatsoever. But you were vegetarian before that, right? Yes. So I was vegetarian on and off for maybe. Ooh, she's dropping on the internet connection here. Let's wait and give her just a second to see if her internet connection comes back. And she's back again. That's the fun part of doing Sorry. things live. That's okay. So, uh, going back to it, uh, so how long have you been, yeah, vegetarian? We lost you right as you started to talk about how long you've been vegetarian. Okay, um, I started uh, I started the journey, I guess I would say, about 10 years ago. Mm -hmm. So, and what I mean by that is I didn't fully transition over to being vegetarian right away. Mm -hmm. It kind of started slow, so I would... I did more like what they call flexitarian. Uh -huh. So you'd kind of go back and forth between like eating meat. I ate meat probably like twice a year. So I wouldn't consider it like a full vegetarian, but um, on occasion, I think holidays I ate meat mm -hmm. and then for the rest of the year, I did not. Right. Um, so I think for that specifically, it's been like almost 10 years. Okay. Yeah. That's a, that's a pretty strict flexitarian i think when most people think flexitarian it's like two days a week where you're vegetarian or something but if you're only eating meat twice yeah it's like a meatless year, monday <laughs> yeah exactly a lot of people think of that as being flexitarian i think so in your case you were a yeah. pretty strict flexitarian huh yeah yeah i really wanted to cut out 
animal products, but it just took a while to mentally get there, yeah. which is, you know, pretty normal. Right. How, how was the transition? So, so like I, like you were just saying, you were flexitarian and you cut down to just meat a couple of times a year. Um, but was it even slower than that? Like, what was it that kind of, I don't know, made you start going vegetarian and then did you just like cut out all meat at once or did you take it little bits at a time or how did you do that? Uh, I did little bits at a time. So the first thing I cut out was red meat. So I didn't do any beef or pork, lamb, anything like that. I just cut that out completely and I still did like chicken and seafood. Mm -hmm. And then I think, I can't remember the exact timeline because it's been so long but Mm -hmm. i did that for a while i would say maybe like six months to a year or something like that Uh and then i cut out chicken they only did seafood so i did like pescatarian for a while and then after that i cut out all meat eggs and cheese and milk okay fair enough so you did it kind of slowly over time over how much time was that was that like did you do that over a year or did you do that over several years or? It was probably several years. Okay. I think that was, um, it wasn't a fast, it was a very slow process for me. And I thought this is a, a thing that a lot of veg- vegans think, but you know, they feel like, uh, giving up cheese uh-huh. is really difficult. Uh-huh. That's like, I think once you give up meat, you kind of fall back on cheese and you eat a lot more or I mean I guess this was my experience and I know a lot of other people have experienced this but you eat a lot more cheese than you ever did before because you're like well what am I gonna eat I guess I'll just eat a lot of cheese pizza and like macaroni and cheese and that was like kind of like the junk food right was like really cheese based yeah yeah I I definitely feel that because for me when I think about like if I'm going vegetarian it's like I could probably cut out all the meat and stuff, but it's like eggs, cheese, and milk. Getting those out would Mm -hmm. definitely be the hardest part, I think. Yeah, and it's also harder, like, you have to look at packaging and stuff like that. So if you buy anything, like, even, I don't know, like, potato chips, where you don't think that there's egg or milk in there, Mm -hmm. you just think, you know... It's a potato chip. How could it have, you know, as long as you don't get like sour cream and onion or whatever. Right. It's like if you get one, like I had uh, a package of chips that was uh, salt and vinegar mm-hmm. and I ate like half of it and then just uh, for some reason was like, I should check the label. And I looked at it and there was milk in there. So things like that where you're like, this is salt and vinegar. Like a lot of brands do just salt and vinegar, but certain brands will do salt, vinegar and milk. Uh. So there's like an extra step that you have to take. So you're like, you know, you look at the chips and you're like, there's obviously no meat in here. Right. There's clearly like, it's not, um, you know, there's no chicken, there's no beef, anything like that. But then you have to take that extra step to like read every single label that you eat. And uh-huh. so I think that also feels like a really difficult challenge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I, I don't, I don't even, I, I can't even contemplate going that far yet because I'm still in the <laughs> lesser stages. We're still at the, the stage of, of trying to just cut out meat, like just one meat. Like right now we're kind of at the point where we don't really eat beef anymore. We eat very mm-hmm. little, very, very little beef and pork. I would say like once every two or three weeks or something like that. But yeah, I, yeah. So I'm still at the phase where I can't even 
think about like getting down to like reading labels of things and not buying things because there's milk in it or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard to do. The one thing that I have not done being like a full vegan is traveling because oh. obviously like if I were to come visit you in Japan, I don't know how to read those labels. So oh. that's the one thing that I'm, I don't know how I'm going to face that because I want to travel again once oh. we can, but I do want to go like back to Asia and back to Europe. Right. And English is not always the dominant language, you know? So right. I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to do. Right. So this was actually that a question. That might be something fun to video. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And this was actually a question that I wanted to ask you, but as long as you're bringing it up, then I'll, I'll ask you now, like, how do you feel mm -hmm. about, say, when you travel, like, are, are there situations under which you do want to allow yourself to eat meat? For example, that, like if you were traveling or something and you would say like, well, I want to experience this culture, so they eat this meat. And so in those cases, would you actually allow yourself to eat meat now? I think before, and let me lock down a time here, maybe like a year and a half, two years ago, mm -hmm. I would have felt like, yes, I'd want to try the meat because it is part of a lot of culture. Like food is usually a big part of culture. Uh -huh. <clears throat> but um, I think more recently in the last maybe like year and a half, uh -huh. I don't think that I want to. Hmm. And like I said, I don't know like how I'm going to face that because I don't know how if I'll be able to read menus and stuff like that. Like that'll be difficult. Sure. Um, but I think before it felt a little bit more like a health thing for mm -hmm. me. Like it felt like I was trying to, you know, eat healthier, more vegetables, more whole grains, stuff like that. Right. And then the more I learned about veganism and kind of attached to this like culture, mm -hmm. I guess, the more I was like, oh, it's now starting to be more about the animals. So it feels to me like if I'm on vacation, that shouldn't mean that animals have to die for that i don't know that right. sounds really like harsh and really like dark yeah. i guess but but it makes sense it feels kind of like that way yeah it feels like that way for holidays as well where mm -hmm. it's like oh it's only once a year that you're gonna eat turkey but then when i think about it you know it's like how many turkeys die for thanksgiving and mm -hmm. if i'm one less person that's gonna eat a turkey then maybe one less turkey will die right you know so it becomes this like bigger thing as opposed to just like me on vacation or me celebrating a holiday, you know? Right. You can experience culture without causing suffering of others. Yeah. So I think that's mentally where I'm at now where I'm like, if I can avoid it all the time, then that's my preference. Mm -hmm. um, but on tour, like when I've been on tour with Rudolph, um, there were definitely times where foods like there are certain fast food places and that don't have any vegan options period and a lot of them are really great now because you can get at least one thing mm -hmm. but some of them you cannot mcdonald's is one of them mm -hmm. so sometimes when you're out in the midwest and you're on a freeway or a highway that's like literally in the middle of nowhere there's like nothing as far as the eye can see and all there is is a mcdonald's uh, and like a gas station yeah so in those cases i actually choose not to eat which is not, <laughs> I'm not promoting this. I'm not promoting right. don't eating. Yeah. Don't eat. Not but, eating. Right. That's what it is. But um, 
there have been cases where I have said, I'm going to choose not to eat. I'm going to wait 12 hours, you know, before I eat my next meal because I just, I don't want to. Yeah. So there's that. Yeah. That's, there's a whole separate discussion there that that's something that I, I think about quite a bit, like the amount that we eat, forgetting about whether there's meat involved or not, just the amount that we eat. It's so ingrained into people that we must eat three times a day when it's like, that was a cultural choice that was made. That's not necessarily, you know, because we evolved that way or something, but yeah, there are definitely, we're definitely made to go a little bit longer without food and people kind of stress too much about long periods of not eating. Yeah. And that being said also, like Mm -hmm. if you're used to eating three times a day, eating once a day is very difficult. And I've never done like an actual fast, Mm -hmm. but I think that's closest I've ever been, Mm -hmm. but it is miserable. It's not fun. I've heard you can get used to it. You make your choices. Yeah. I'm sure you can, you know, it's like when you sleep, you don't eat for 10 to 12 hours, depending on what time you go to bed and when you have your dinner and breakfast. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, there was yeah. a there was a YouTuber yeah, that I can't remember who it was, but somebody did it, and it was basically that, right? They they at the beginning it sucked, and they felt like they were hungry all the time. But it's like, you know, if you think about I don't know other animals in nature, like wolves or something, say it's like they get to eat when they catch something, and then most of the rest of the time they're not really eating that much. So it's like you eat a little bit at a time, a tiny bit at a time here and there, and then. Every now and then you eat a lot, but for the most part, you're just eating a little bit at a time. And they did that process. It took like, they said, I think it took them a few weeks of just feeling hungry all the time before their body adjusted to it. And then after that, they just felt like it was normal. So I've always thought about that. Like, Yeah, can... that makes sense. I mean, I was just talking to... Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Eat less. I was actually just talking to dad about this a couple days ago because I was feeding my dog and, you know, they advise you to feed your dog once or twice a day. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, what's the reason for that? And I actually never really thought about it before, but I was like, do we process food faster than them? Or is it just like, just because like, why do they only eat once or twice a day? And dad was like, I don't know. I think we just eat meat. I was like, oh, (laughs) I guess so. Yeah, you know, it's like I feed my dog twice a day, and that's it. Yeah, he doesn't I, get lunch. Yeah, and I've had these, but he's fine. Yeah, you know? I've had these talks with Saya too about our dog too, when it's like, oh, dogs <laughs> are not supposed to eat people food. Dogs can't eat people food, and all this kind of stuff. And it's like, the the only reason for that is is just because we eat so much bad food. It's like, don't put dogs can't they can't eat salt and sugar and all that fat and stuff. And it's like. Well, yeah, technically we can't either, but we do, right? We just allow ourselves to eat unhealthy things and then say, no, you can't eat that. It's unhealthy for you when it comes to the dog. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That gets into a whole separate conversation. (laughs) So um, let's get back to the the more vegan focused one, which is uh, I'm curious to know, how strict of a vegan are you? So there are some people that, that you know, just talk about the food, but then there are the vegans also who go to like the clothes that they wear and, and making sure that everything in their lives are vegan. In your case, how is it for you? 
pretty extensive. Um, all of the products, including like shampoos, lotions, makeup, anything like that, body soap, anything that I put on my body is mm -hmm. vegan now. Like I make sure I won't buy anything that's not. Mm -hmm. um, and then also I try and buy as many things outside of plastic, but that's also a, a separate thing. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, I think the only thing that I'm not as strict on that this is kind of the thing that I was like, maybe this year will be the year, but alcohol, actually oh. a lot of wine and beer oh. uses animal products. And I actually didn't know that until about a year ago. Huh. So I haven't been super strict on that, uh -huh. but now I've just started to, if I buy my own wine, uh -huh. there's like websites where you can check. So I'll type the title in to this website and I'll check if it's vegan friendly. Uh -huh. So I've started doing that, but I think otherwise, like I buy shoes and clothes, everything vegan. Uh -huh. Does that ever get frustrating? Which sounds crazy, but it's not really. Uh, not anymore. Not in this day and age, I guess. Because so <laughs> I recently got a pair of Doc Martens uh -huh. and those are typically leather, but they actually make a vegan pair of Doc Martens. Really? So I just bought the vegan pair. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's like, oh, I want a pair of Docs. Oh, but they're leather. And you go on their website, and they're like, these are the vegan ones. And I was like, oh, cool. I also bought um, Birkenstocks, uh -huh. the sandals, yep. which are also typically leather. Mm -hmm. But they also make a vegan version. So I just do that. But I don't, like, also this being said, I don't shop very much. Mm -hmm. Like, this is, these two pairs of shoes I've bought over the course of the last three years, mm -hmm. or two years, maybe? Two years. Um. So yeah, if there's like a specific certain brand, a lot of them do vegan now. Hmm. So you don't feel like super terribly restricted by being vegan. Yeah, not at all. Huh. Yeah, nice. I think it, it gets easier as time goes on, mm -hmm. especially like not just because you adjust, mm -hmm. but because there's so many products out there now. Like a lot of people are moving vegan, which is really nice because it's just getting easier. Right. Yeah, and it would be so nice if we could get some of that out here in Japan, too, because right now we're still very far away from that, I think, here in Japan. <laughs> we still have a lot yeah, of I think it's hard, too, because you're, like, on an island, you know? Yeah. It's like Im everything has to be imported. Yep, for the most part. But plants, plants, we can grow plants there. It's We could probably, you know, get a lot more plants there, and, and it would be a lot more if we didn't have to use a bunch of that for raising beef and things. So, I don't know. I mm -hmm. feel like we could do it. And Japanese people, they're already close, right? Like, yeah. They don't eat a lot of meat mm -hmm. anyway to start. It's like when we eat a lot of meat, when we eat a lot of meat, it's like, you know, you eat these tiny thin slices of meat and you eat like 10 or 12 of those. And it's like, that's it. You never see a Japanese person just eating like those giant yeah. 40 ounce steaks that you see Americans eating. Steak. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So they're yeah. close, but they're really that adamant about that little bit of meat that they eat they're like no you i feel like the it. hardest thing with yeah i feel like the hardest thing with asian food is they usually use it in like sauces or broth mm -hmm. so if you get you know a lot of them will use like chicken broth or stuff like that which is also like easily switched over because there's vegetable broth so oh. you, you know it's not impossible right but i feel like when you go to restaurants and stuff like that a lot of asian food does use like fish bouillon and stuff like that as seasoning yeah yeah that's true what was your original Korean food is very much oh so... i was just saying korean food has a lot of 
fish sauce. Ah. Like a lot of, even like kimchi. Mom has started making us vegan kimchi. Oh, nice. But it has, like, traditionally it has fish sauce in it. So if I, I can't get it from anywhere else unless it's specified as vegan, which you can get at Target here, which is very surprising. Get vegan kimchi at Target. It's very strange, but they have it. It's a little expensive, but it's good. Can you taste the difference? Uh, I, I think at this point, no, because I went a long time without eating kimchi. Mm-hmm. So I don't really remember. No. Maybe I think if, if I did like a side-by-side taste test, probably. But I think because it's been so long mm-hmm. and now that I can start eating kimchi again, then like I don't taste the difference at all. But I don't know. I think if you're eating kimchi every day and then you switch to a vegan kimchi, you probably could. Mm-hmm. Very nice. I wonder, have do you feel any health benefits, or, or do you feel any other any benefits at all from having switched to being vegan? Is there anything that's actually noticeable? Does like, do you feel better in any in any way, whether it just be emotionally or actually healthier or something? I think now I don't really feel it, but in the first year that I went vegan, I definitely felt that very typical, like more energy. I didn't feel so groggy. I didn't feel like tired when I woke up. I think now, like it's been so long that this is just the norm, Mm -hmm. but um, I think sleeping. And then the other big thing is I've, I haven't felt that same, like, you know, when you eat a really big meal Mm -hmm. and you feel like heavy and laid down and you're like, are tired and all that, that I haven't experienced either. And I've eaten like a lot. I've definitely like sat down and was like, I'm going to have a vegan feast and had like a burger with fries and, you know, like ate and ate and ate and I didn't feel that same like exhaustion. I didn't feel so full. So that's kind of nice. I can eat a lot and not feel tired. Huh. Nice. What What was your original reasoning for trying to go vegetarian or vegan? I mean, there's these days you have people that you know do it for health reasons, people who do it for animals, people who do it for the planet. For you, what was your original thinking behind trying to take meat out of your diet? I think it was partially health because. I've just always been conscious of that. I think like growing up with mom and also being an athlete, like I've always been kind of conscious of what I eat and stuff like that. So Mm -hmm. part of it was that. And then I think for a very long time, if not my entire life, I've always felt like it was wrong to eat animals, even though I was very carnivorous as a child. (laughs) You probably remember I I would only eat meat, but you probably also remember that I wanted to be a veterinarian and I wanted to like work with animals Mm -hmm. and all of these things. So I think, you know, when you're a little kid, you don't really put all that together, but Mm -hmm. as you get older, you kind of put all of that, Mm -hmm. all the puzzle pieces together and you're like, Oh, I love animals, but then I want to eat them. You know, (laughs) like it just, it like is a clash of morals where you're like, I just want all the animals to be alive and happy. And also I'm going to have this giant steak. Right. Um, So I think at first it was like a little bit of health and a little bit of for the animals. And then as time went on, I think now at this point, it's really like dominantly for the animals and for the planet. Hmm. I think those are my two big reasons. Yeah. Yeah. And does that feel better to you now that you're more living in line with, with those morals and values? Do you, do you notice, does it feel better? How does it feel? 
just emotionally. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I feel, yeah, it's exactly like, I don't have to feel guilty. I don't have to feel bad. And I mean, it's not like a conscious every time I eat, I'm like, I'm not killing any animals, but you know, there are definitely times where I see documentaries or I'll see like earthling ed talk. And I'm like, cool. I don't have to feel these like kind of guilty feelings about this clash of morals that I was talking about. You know, Mm -hmm. I don't have that guilt that I had before. And to be honest, I did feel guilty before. Like when I was eating a lot of cheese, Mm -hmm. um, I think the other part, like, it was like education, right? It's like, I started with like beef, it's unhealthy. And then I started to watch the videos and watch the documentaries about what they're doing to these animals. And then I was like, oh, well, then I'm glad I'm not eating beef. And then it was like, oh, but now I'm learning about the chickens on these chicken farms and they live in these cages and they live on top of each other and they die and nobody removes them. And it's also just kind of gross. Mm. You know, it's like that. And then you're like, oh, so I should stop eating chicken and I'm going to stop eating, you know, all the land animals. I'm going to stop. And then I started learning about like overfishing and, you know, these drag nets and they're not only catching fish, but there's all these other animals like sharks and whales and all of these other animals that are dying because of these drag nets. And then I was like, oh, well, now I feel like guilty about eating fish or seafood because they just, you know, really demolish the oceans. Yeah. So I was like, well, now I feel guilty about that. So I like cut that out. And then I started learning about the dairy industry. And it was <laughs> like, oh, now I feel bad because I watched these, you know, baby calves that are being pulled away from their mothers. And it's heartbreaking. I don't know if you've ever seen any videos. It's probably like, yeah, it's probably like the worst videos I've seen, like including the ones where they're like in cages and where they're getting their throats cut and all of these things. But the ones where the babies are being taken from their mothers is like, you don't realize how human, like it feels, you know, it's like these mothers cry, like they, they scream and they cry and it's very easy to relate. I don't even have kids. Yeah. And I'm like, I can't even imagine, you know, they're just dragging your child away from you. And that emotionally got me so hard, but I was still eating cheese. And then after a while, I was like, I just can't do this anymore because I know what's happening. And, you know, it's just so awful that I was like, I can't, I don't want one more baby being taken from its mother because of me, because I want to eat a cheese pizza, you know? So I think now I'm just like free of all of that, which is really nice because I don't, I don't have any guilt for it. Yeah. 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 It feels much better. Yeah. I think one of the things that, you know that Josh is always talking about and that he has kind of always talked about and now has spread to me. It's like this this idea that when it comes to the environment and doing things for the environment, it's not that we have to do it for the environment, but it's that we get to do it for the environment. You know, it's, it's, it, it's, it's a thing yeah. that we get to do. It's a privilege to be able to do. It's not a drag. It doesn't mm-hmm feel like this is like oh i have to sacrifice my time to clean up a beach now or i have to go out of my way to like i have to start turning off the hot water in my showers just so that i can be better for the environment it's like no i don't have to do that i get to do that it feels better to do that yeah so i wonder if there's some overlap there with when you do that with being vegan it definitely feels that way yeah 
Yeah, because obviously there's no shortage of meat or cheese or dairy or right. anything like that, mm-hmm. you know? So, yeah, yeah. And I think there's like other parts of the country and other parts of the world where they don't get that much, just like you're saying, you know, it's like here where we live in this, you know, socioeconomic level that we're living in. Mm-hmm. It's like I have the option to cook for myself. I have the time to cook for myself. I don't have to work three jobs and I don't have 10 kids or a kid. You know what I mean? It's like I have all these options where like not everybody does, Mm -hmm. you know, it's like some people don't get to, you know, like I know a lot of lower income families will do like fast food and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. But, you know, if parents are working two or three jobs and they don't have time to cook, they don't have time to shop. They're just trying to feed their family. It's like fast food is the thing, right? You, you, you know, like what else are you going to do? Yeah. So it's, it is a privilege to be able to live the way that I live. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I think that, yeah, it's almost like there's almost, there's no reason not to, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess at this point, this probably goes without saying, but you probably, I think I probably already know the answer to this question, but do you ever feel like you want to eat meat at this point? Do you ever have a day when you're just like, ah, man, I sometimes wish I wasn't vegan or wasn't vegetarian or man, I really want to eat a steak again or something. Um, I think in the first year, I probably had some of that Mm -hmm. and I think it's because a lot of that it's like we were saying earlier it's cultural you know it's Mm -hmm. like the big Thanksgiving turkey it's like part of Thanksgiving you know and it's like oh if I don't have turkey on Thanksgiving is it even Thanksgiving right you know um so I think in the first year I definitely felt like that but um not anymore okay uh I actually um had a couple bites of a burger on accident because we made (laughs) regular beef and we made impossible burgers so mom and i had impossible burgers and jason and dad had regular beef burgers Uh and i messed it up because i was the one cooking Uh i had them all on plates and i thought that i knew which one was which so i like served them and i was like very confident that i had done it right and i took a bite and i was like this tastes strange (laughs) so you could actually taste the difference maybe yeah yeah. So the first bite, I was like, this tastes a little weird. And then I was like, maybe that was just in my head. I don't know. And we were like talking and, you know, doing other things. So I was like, I don't know. So I didn't say anything. And then I took another bite. And that time I was like, this is, this is weird. Something's. And then I looked at Jason and I was like, am I eating your burger? And he looks at me and he goes, I wasn't going to tell you because I thought that this one is also, this is a vegan burger. I can, I can tell this is a vegan burger. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh my God, he just ate meat. And this was like maybe two months ago. But I was like, oh, I hadn't had meat at all in the last three and a half years, minus really? two months ago when I had two bites of a burger. Yeah. And I was like, ah, <laughs> it was very dramatic for me. Um, but we switched burgers and I like finished mine and Jason finished the regular uh-huh. beef. But yeah. Did you notice any, like, did it, it was a how slightly did traumatic feel? experience? Yeah. What did it feel like? Um, I was actually worried because I know that some people will get physically sick, mm-hmm. like they'll throw up. 
Um, and I did not get that. I didn't get a stomach ache. So mm -hmm. I was very grateful because that was, that was more of the thing that I was worried about. I was like, oh okay. my gosh, I don't know what my body's going to do. It might reject this. You right. know, I, I don't know. Um, and luckily it didn't, but I think it emotionally hit me very hard. Yeah. I felt bad about it for like three days. Really? And then, yeah, I just like, I kept thinking about it and I was like, how could I mess it up? I was the one, it wasn't even somebody else. You know, it was like, I couldn't even blame anybody being like, you served the burger and you put it in the wrong place. It was me. Right. So I was like, man, I can't blame this on anybody other than myself. And I feel so guilty. Uh -huh. But then I don't know, I guess just, you just move on. You kind of like remind yourself that nobody is perfect and that you do your, the best that you can. And, uh -huh. and then you pick yourself back up again and you just keep moving along. You uh -huh. know, it doesn't mean you're not vegan and it doesn't mean that you've lost your vegan powers. Like it's, you just, <laughs> <laughs> you just keep going. Right. If you guys don't know Scott Pilgrim, that's a Scott Pilgrim reference. Indeed. It's such a good movie. <laughs> I love that movie so much. <laughs> so wait, so that yeah, brings up really an interesting good. question then in that, um, for your fiance, you, he still eats meat. And so that means that from time to time, you like that situation you just described is that you'll find yourself cooking meat. Do you ever feel any kinds of like internal conflicts or, or anything like that? Are you okay with, with cooking meat for them or for family members and stuff? I don't like to, okay. I will. Um, but I don't like to like, um, mom will sometimes you know mom works at night so she'll leave something and say can you cook salmon for your dad and for jason and i'm like oh yeah because i know how to cook it and mm -hmm. i used to cook meat all the time you know so i'm like i know exactly how to cook it i uh -huh. just don't like to right so there's definitely a conflict there mm -hmm. um and this goes with kona my dog also because mm -hmm. we've started cooking him food oh, and mom really? is buying yeah, we've kind of just started maybe a couple weeks ago, two mm -hmm. weeks ago. So mom's been buying like ground turkey, but she's like, here, cook this for your dog. And I'm like, Ugh, I don't like to, but you know, we're trying to also like go a little less dog food and a little more real food. Mm -hmm. So we feel like that's healthier for him. Yeah. I think you have to be careful so, yes. with turkey too. I think if they eat too much turkey, there might be something with that. I can't remember. Oh, really? You might have to check okay. it out. I'm not I'll sure. I'm not sure. Yeah, with dogs too, I'm always like, I'm not sure Good if they can eat this or not. There's a lot there's a lot of Googling that happens for the dog. Yeah, same. I didn't Google the turkey, but I should. Yeah. But yeah, there's definitely an internal conflict. Even when I see dad and Jason eating meat, I still have an internal conflict. Oh, really? So you actually do feel something of like, ugh. Yeah. I, I, I don't, I try not to say anything. I'm yeah. not perfect, but <laughs> right. I try not to, I, I don't want to be a pushy person. I don't, I don't think that getting people to be vegan is a matter of guilt tripping. Uh -huh. You know, I think that going vegan is very much a choice that you have to make on your own. Mm -hmm. And if people guilt trip you into it, it's kind of like anything else really, you know, like mm -hmm. if somebody really pushes you and, guilt trips you and makes you feel bad and you know runs you up and down about everything then like people are more likely to push away from it yeah so i try not to like say anything and i i don't do the guilt trip or anything like that mm -hmm. in those times but i definitely feel it <laughs> yeah 
in those times, like, what is, like, the internal message that you have? Like, is it like, God, I, I wish you guys would just be vegetarian? Or is it just kind of like an uncomfortable feeling? Or is there, like, an internal monologue with that? Or <laughs> The thing that I usually think about is how many animals have died for your meal? Because, you know, if you have three chicken legs Uh that means two chickens have died because chickens only have two legs (laughs) so that because i think that i think this household eats more chicken than like beef or anything like that Uh but at least with beef i'm like that's one animal but if there's like three chicken legs on a plate i'm like you realize that i don't say this but in my head it's always like three chickens or two chickens have died Uh just for these like three pieces of meat that you're eating right yeah huh so that's usually the thought that goes through my head also i don't know if you know about ground beef but there are a lot of different i forget what the number is it's really high though it's something like a hundred different cows in one patty really because it like it's in a grinder right right yeah, it's something really high, and I can't I can't remember what the number exactly is, but they find many different animals in <laughs> one patty just because like of the the machine that it's right, running right, through, right. right? Like there's like residue from sure other animals. So that kind of when I first learned that, it really like turned me off to ground beef. Uh-huh. I was like, oh my gosh, there's just like hundreds of dead cows in this <laughs> one patty. <laughs> yeah, well that's appetizing. Yeah. Sorry if any any of this is really dark. <laughs> well, it's pretty hard to have a vegan gross. conversation without getting into at least a little bit of kind of dark stuff. I wonder, though, um, for uh, yeah. if you were to have children, for example, like, would you want to raise your kids vegan from the start? What would be the that like internal conflict to be like? What would because I know, obviously, your fiance is as you said, not vegetarian or not vegan, so they would still be eating meat. What would you want to do for your kids? I think that I would go vegetarian. Um, I think it's a little bit difficult, and there's this argument that I always see because some people are like, oh, you're going to force your kids to be vegan, and then usually the vegan will respond with, but you force your child to be carnivorous. Mm -hmm. We don't give them choices, right? We don't give them like, do you want to eat meat or do you not want to eat meat? Mm-hmm. So I think up until they can kind of decide for themselves, I'd probably feed them vegan or vegetarian. Mm-hmm. But I think there's also a lot of education that comes with it, in my opinion. Right. You know, like I think that knowing where your food comes from uh-huh. is important. Um. Because even, you know, even things that are not necessarily like in the vegan realm at all, like if you look at coffee and chocolate, Mm -hmm. there's a lot of like slave labor that goes into that. Right. So in certain countries, you know, where they harvest this stuff, there aren't really labor laws. Mm -hmm. So even with that, it's not really like vegan, but I try to get like fair trade chocolate and fair trade coffee Mm -hmm. because I, I would feel bad. Like I drink coffee every day Mm -hmm. but if people are dying for it it's like similar to the blood diamond thing you Mm -hmm. know you're like if people like if little kids are dying for this then like it's not really worth it 
So I just want to make sure that like people are being paid properly and taken care of, you know? Mm. So that is like a vegan product, but if the means of getting it feels, um, I don't know, just doesn't feel right. Uh If it feels like it's taking advantage of somebody because of their situation or, you know, their economic status, then that, is not something I want to partake in or pay right. to continue to see. Right. Huh. So. I wonder then how you feel about all the, the plant-based products, not necessarily from that like moral, maybe animals are dying standpoint, but like these days you can get a lot of these plant-based meats and all kinds of different plant-based products um, like Impossible Burger. Do you... Like, I, I don't know how exactly I can word this question to get to get it across right, but um, do you ever feel like they're just like meat replacements? Like literally like, like I'm just eating this because I actually want to eat meat, but I'm, but I'm not, so I'm going to eat this Impossible Burger. Like do you ever get those kinds of feelings? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I think so. Um, I think that like for me – impossible and beyond meat is very meat substitute it's like very very similar the texture is very similar the taste is very similar Mm -hmm. um so i think yes it does kind of like feed that desire to like want a regular burger because they've had you know black bean burgers and tofu burgers for forever. But it, I would never ever say that a black bean per- burger tastes exactly like a beef burger, yeah. you know? Um, so I think that that kind of uh, satiates the need for wanting real meat. Mm-hmm. Now, if we didn't have that, I don't know how I would feel because there's definitely times where I'm like, I just want an impossible burger. Mm-hmm. You know, but if I didn't have that option at all, if it was like, well, you can have a black bean burger, like maybe I would crave meat, Mm -hmm. but I don't know. I think we have so many good products right now that it it's, it's close enough to where it feeds that need to have anything like that. Okay. And you don't feel any kinds of like conflicts or anything because of that. Like, no, that's good. That's good. I feel the same way. Like I know that they're starting to test um, grown meat, like lab grown meat. Mm-hmm. And I haven't tried any of that, but that I would do. Oh. That I would try. Right. Yeah. If there's no suffering involved, then yeah, I would try. I know that KFC, surprisingly, uh-huh. is testing that right now. Uh-huh. And so I think they're going to put it on the market soon-ish, but I doubt we're going to get it here first. Usually Canada and Europe gets it first really? for any like big... Yeah, especially with vegan products. Uh-huh. They usually go to Canada and Europe first. Mm-hmm. So they'll probably get it. But when it does come here, I would try it. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that would open up a whole new can of worms, I'd say, for people I, with probably different different levels of, of backlash. Because there's going to be a whole lot of people yeah. who are just going to be like, I don't feel comfortable eating things in lab, like, like the anti-vaxxers crowd and things. Like, I feel like they would probably Mm -hmm. have like a big thing against that kind of stuff too. Yeah. Yeah. And I think also because you don't really know with something like this, like you don't really know, you're like, what's, 
what's involved in this, you know? I think for me on a personal level too, like Impossible Meat and Beyond Meat is also kind of like that. I'm like, I don't know how they make this. You know, I don't know the science behind it. Mm -hmm. I do know it's not good for you. It's like, it's just like beef where it's like, you don't want to eat this three times a day. Mm -hmm. I know that, you know? So if you're like, I want a greasy burger, like go for it, do it, but don't eat three greasy burgers a day, no matter what. Right. Just because it's plant-based doesn't mean that it's healthy. Right. Like Oreos are vegan. So you also should, you know, you can enjoy your Oreos, but don't eat three packs of Oreos a day. Right. Huh. Interesting. In general, how do you find that people generally react to you being vegetarian? Like when they find out you're vegetarian or vegan, do what, what's, the reaction usually right like and has that changed over time yeah it has changed for sure so actually it's very funny when i first became vegetarian i was working at outback steakhouse <laughs> and so the last year that i worked there i didn't eat any meats hmm. um and so people would ask you know, what do you recommend? <laughs> Not here. I would, and I would, yeah, and I would be honest with them. I'd say, I'm going to be, <laughs> it was probably not, you know, good for business. I mean, nobody ever left because of me. They all still ordered anyway, but I was like, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm vegetarian. I don't meat, eat meat anymore. And then people would, of course, make the joke, like, you work at Outback and you don't even eat meat. What's going on here that made you not want meat? And I was like, oh, it's not just here. It's just everything but anyway and i would yeah. just change the subject what can i get for you you know yeah. or i would say this is popular and that's popular but i wouldn't lie to people about it right um and i think as far as like friends and family go like there was definitely a lot of pushback mm -hmm. i guess like i got teased a lot and you know everyone goes oh what do you, what do you eat then grass like that's <laughs> that's the common vegetarian vegan joke people huh. are like oh what do you even eat then salads you just eat salads all day yeah. um but now most people are like curious about it uh -huh. so a lot of people will actually ask questions huh. so i think people are much more intrigued now or they'll tell you something like um oh i watched this documentary and it promoted veganism and i was like oh yeah i've seen that one and we'll talk about it so I think it's a lot more positive now, which is really nice mm -hmm. because I don't get as much. Uh, I don't feel like I have to fight for my beliefs as right. much because people are watching documentaries. It's like that'll do it for them, you know? Yeah, especially out there in California. I imagine people would be probably a little more accepting of the vegetarianism and veganism. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I'll have friends who will like text me randomly out of nowhere and say like, Hannah, I ate this vegan burger, <laughs> even though, you know, like they're not going vegan, but they'll just tell me when they eat vegan. But <laughs> I personally, I like that. I know that some people get very annoyed. They're like, oh, what, you want me to validate you? Yeah. But I'm like, oh, I'll validate anybody who's willing <laughs> to try veganism. <laughs> you yeah. know? If you had a vegan meal, I will like applaud and like, yay, how did you <laughs> like it? Oh my gosh, that's so cool. I'm proud right. of you. You know, it's yeah. like. I'll, I'll do all that. Yeah, That's might as well. Bring me. all the positivity you can. Yeah, yeah I had the same thing yeah, too. Yeah, I'm like... When I started like picking up trash and things, like people would like send me pictures of like, look at this trash I picked up. And it's like... <laughs> nice. Good for you. That's, that's, that's a chip bag, all right? It's a dirty chip bag. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks for sending me that yeah. picture. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it's the but same thing. But I feel thing. like... Yeah, it'll promote more 
adventurous behavior, right? Mm-hmm. Because if if you if you respond with something negative, then they're probably less likely to do it again, mm-hmm. you know. But if you like pat them on the back and celebrate and have this like moment with them, then people are more likely to associate that with a positive experience. And yeah. Again. Yeah, and I think part of it is is just that community too, right? Which is what I eventually would love mm-hmm. to grow this channel into. I want to just make community, make conversations where people are just talking about this kind of stuff and realizing that it's like, it's it's fun and it doesn't have to be a drag all the time and we can all just yeah. sit around and talk about it and it's cool little, like we can all give ourselves pats on the back for picking up garbage and trying to be vegetarian and stuff like that. Yeah. 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 Trying to keep it positive. Exactly. Yeah. I'm actually, I actually want to go back to what you were just talking about. You said that many people now ask you questions when you tell them you're vegetarian these days. What is like, is is there like a common question you get or like, what's the, what's the question you get asked the most? Um, I think actually the, probably the one that you asked me first is how long have you been vegan? Oh, okay. And then the other one is usually, have you tried fill in the blank restaurant because people will say oh my gosh this place is vegan have you tried this and sometimes like i i've never heard of it so you know i'll take people's advice Uh you know and they're like oh have you tried lotus vegan or you know have you tried this place or that place Mm. and i'm like no there's a place here in san francisco it's called johnny donut it's Uh very good they have regular donuts but they also have vegan donuts and jason's sister who lives out in the city was the one that was like oh have you tried johnny donut they have really good vegan donuts and I was like no I've never heard of it because obviously I don't live up here full time yeah so yeah like I'll learn about a lot of new restaurants or new products that way yeah yeah see that to me is exactly that that's that's people reaching out and trying to gain community right like even if they're not doing it on a conscious Mm -hmm. level on a subconscious level it's people like they want that social approval for something that they've done right and if the community yeah. is the bigger the community is, then the more people are going to kind of want to join and get into it, and that's kind of what I feel like mm-hmm. we need to create a lot more of. Um, for me, in particular, in the environmental movement, but yeah, of course, including vegetarians yeah. and vegans as well. So, keeping it positive, keeping yeah. a community, and showing people that it doesn't suck. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, and I think a lot of it goes in hand in hand. You uh-huh. know, it's like. A lot of vegans, you will find that they do care about the planet, you mm-hmm. know, like not every single one, but a lot of them are conscious and they know that if they eat less meat, then it's better for the planet. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's like it's all very intertwined. Right. All right. Well, we're coming up on an hour here, so we're probably going to have to start wrapping this up. But a couple of last questions. What advice would you have for somebody who is considering trying being vegetarian or trying being vegan? Um, I think the biggest one is try it and don't beat yourself up. You know, because like when you first switch, I know that people go cold turkey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Um, but that was not my experience. And it's not easy, just like with anything else. You know, it's like if you're used to living your life a certain way, and then suddenly I'm like, I'm never going to do this again. It's not, it's not easy. Mm -hmm. 
So I would say like, just keep trying. Don't beat yourself up. Nobody is perfect. Cause I think that's the other thing, you know, I think being vegan feels like it's this big task that you have to tackle. You're like, Oh, well then I can't eat anything. Um, so, you know, it's like starting small where it's like, start with meatless Monday or, you know, start by only eating meat for dinner and Mm -hmm. finding recipes or, you know, restaurants or whatever your method of food is Mm -hmm. start like exploring new things. Cause I think that's how you get there. Cause I think when you first start and you're just like vegan, no more meat, no more dairy, no more animal products, period. Like if that is a big part of your diet, then of course it's going to feel like you can't eat anything. Right. But if you start looking into, you know, what, other types of plants there are because a lot of people have like a real small you know it's like salad Mm -hmm. they have lettuce and tomatoes but there are so many vegetables out there and there's so many recipes it's like google is my best friend when it comes to recipes Mm -hmm. like you can find almost anything vegan version Mm -hmm. and like we said before it doesn't always mean that it's healthy but you can start like easing your way in Mm -hmm. so i think that's probably go slow don't beat yourself up. Keep trying. Right. Yeah. I think this is something that uh, Josh always brings up on his podcast. And it's that at the beginning, you start the challenge thinking like it's going to be a sacrifice, that it's going to be difficult and that you're going to get less fulfillment from life by doing this. You're removing things from your life. So my life is going to get worse. But when you do it and you just take action that you through the struggle of doing it, you find out that you end up getting actually more variety. You end up getting more community in your life. You end up getting more people in your life. You end up getting more variety because in the case of him and his uh, veganism, he started finding all these vegetables that he didn't have before. You know, At the beginning, it felt like, oh, God, now I, I only eat this. This is the only thing I know how to make that's vegan. But then he started looking mm-hmm. at the store because he felt that stress and he goes to the store and starts seeing like, oh, well, here's a vegetable that I've never, ever seen before. What's this? And then he looks up online, and figures out how to cook it. And then he found out new recipes that he didn't know how to make before. And then slowly what eventually happens is he ends up getting more fulfillment, more joy, more variety in his food than he had before. Yeah. So something exactly. That- it's what we try to promote here. It's what we try to always promote. So, yeah. yeah. All right. Last, we'll do a, a few quick questions. I want to do just a quick few rapid fire questions. You don't have to give long explanations unless you want to. Um, okay. Just, just to, just, just for fun. What's your favorite okay. vegan restaurant? Uh. There's a Thai place in LA. It's uh-huh. called Lotus Vegan. Mm-hmm. And that's probably my go-to when I'm like wanting some, I don't know. That's the one that I crave the most, I guess. Ooh, nice. What's your favorite vegan food? Burgers. Ooh, interesting. Vegan burgers. <laughs> Any specific brand, Impossible or Beyond? I like both of those. Okay. I don't have a preference one or the other. Okay. They're both good. Gotcha. What's... But followed very closely by pizza. Ah. A lot of those like individual 
places like um, Mod Pizza or Pizza Press or Blaze Pizza. A lot of them, they, they do vegan pizza and they mm. do ve- vegan pizza very well. Ooh. So if you're looking to try a vegan pizza, cheese is not the same. I'm going to tell you that it's a little gooier. It's not stretchy, but it's close. Nice. What's one vegan food you hate? <laughs> um, or at least just don't like. I think it's probably like a specific fruit. I don't like papaya. Oh. That's like the one thing that I can think of that I'm just like, ugh. Really? <laughs> I don't know why. I think huh. it's the texture maybe. Yeah. But I like avocado, so I don't know. Nice. Something about papaya is like the one thing that I don't, I won't ever buy or eat. Hmm. Interesting. What would most people be surprised to find out is vegan? What's a food that like most people would just um, not think is vegan, but it is? I think Oreos are ones because people think that cream in the middle is cream and it's not. <laughs> it's like hydrogenated oil. Yeah. This is bad for you, but I think most people think that there's milk in there, but there isn't. I think it's produced in a factory that also uses milk, so it depends on how strict you are with that. Yeah. But actual Oreo doesn't have milk product in it. This I'm I'm going to go off on a slight tangent here before I go to the next rapid fire question, but I've heard that regular old okay. like plain white sugar is not vegan because there's sometimes when they use like some kind of like bone extract or something in turning sugar white. So I've always thought like I wonder if that makes Oreos not vegan. I don't know, but I don't know. I've never heard that. I know that they bleach stuff, but I don't know. Yeah. Fair enough. All right. What about um another one? Do you have another thing that things that aren't vegan but people think are vegan? Um I think a lot of chips. I think just like generally speaking there's a lot of chips like the salt and vinegar chips that I ate. Like why why is there even milk in that? But there's a lot of products where they put milk in mm-hmm. that don't seem like they would have milk in it. Uh-huh. But I think chips are Oh, and bread. Chips uh-huh. and bread are very guilty of just having milk in there, so you have to read those labels. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Like there's some like whole wheat, like very healthy breads that, Uh you know, it's like grains and seeds and all this stuff, but they'll still put milk in there. Ah, just because it's healthy doesn't make it, doesn't mean it's vegan. Mm -hmm. And then if you want something very specific, this just happened to mom. Um, At Trader Joe's, they have this, they call it a soy cheese blend. Uh So of course, when you look at it, you're like, it's soy cheese, but it actually has milk in it. Don't let them fool you because Trader Joe's, I don't know why, it's really terrible. And they also have an almond cheese huh. that you look at it and you're like, it says almond cheese. If you look on the back, they put, I guess their cell is that it's lactose free. Uh-huh. I just don't understand though why you would want to get a soy cheese. Like if you eat regular milk yeah, or if you eat milk products rather, why would you get a soy cheese? Right. I don't know. Yeah, that's a silly one. Anyway, that's my tangent. Nice. <laughs> What do you like best about being vegan? That's a very, very open uh, question. I think it just like, yeah, I just feel good. I just like, I think a lot of um, just overall, like I'm not tired and I have more energy and I don't feel like 
I'm limited at all. Mm -hmm. I think I've also learned to cook more things and explore with more foods. So mm. all of those. Awesome. I think it's very generally like a nice thing. I don't know. <laughs> awesome. Hana Bible, thank you so much for coming on and talking about being vegan for an hour with me. Is there any place that you want people to be able to look you up on social media or anything like that? Um, yeah, probably Instagram is the one social media thing I use the most, and it's just at Hana Bible. Cool. But that's kind of the only one right now. I'm thinking about starting some clubhouse stuff when that gets up and going. Yeah. But I might do vegan chats on there is my idea. Nice. I'm trying to lure some vegan friends in and see if they'll do like a weekly chat with me. Yeah. Let me on know like too. tips and advice and yeah, it will. Sounds good. All right. We'll be looking out for you. I'll include any links that you send me for your social media too in the description box below. So make sure everybody out there to check us cool. out in all the different places that you can find us yeah. on social media down below or on the screen to the, I don't know whether that, I don't know whether I can call this the left side or the right side. I guess it's on the right side of the screen. So be sure to check that out. Thank you guys so much for watching and listening. If you ever want to come and interact with me live, then be sure to subscribe to me on YouTube and hit the notification bell so that you know when I go live because I go live at like random times every single day. I, I never know when I'm going to go live. I really need to decide on a time, but my schedule right now is just like I'm always doing different things. So thank you so much, Hannah, for coming on to talk. Thanks for having me.